Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Something Something Podcast. My name is Eric Kasloff, and with me, as always, is Larry Sands. How's it going, Larry? Everything is great, Eric. Everything is great. How is it with you? Doing well. It's kind of cold today. We've had some nice weather, but now it is 39 degrees. Ooh, man. You yeah. know, it's like the weather's been really schizophrenic the last couple because here it's been like it was in the uh, the 40s. And then yesterday and like a couple of days ago, it was in the 90s. It's crazy. Wow, that's insane. But, you know, I can't I got to be honest. We did not have that bad of a winter here in Jersey. It that's didn't snow that much. So I'm thankful for that. Um, usually, though, I get a lot more work done when the weather's bad. You know, I get more writing, more editing and more stuff like that done. Yes, there's there's nothing much to do when you can't go out and do anything. Exactly, yeah. Right? And and by the way, how is the writing? How is the creative process with you? The new the new project is done just doing some finishing touches on it. Not really a second draft, just adding some stuff that needs to be there to pick the story up a bit. The yeah. editing is going well. So yeah, all the stuff that we're doing is going well. Very good. Very good. Now, are you still, because I know you've got a lot of stuff like going on and stuff. Are you still planning on writing your book? No. <laughs> no. No. I mean, is, is there a, a reason? Because a script, editing a movie, trying to get the YouTube going, trying to get the Twitch going. Yeah, yeah. that's not, not, not in the cards. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, as creative, I think you can get so hung up and I know this happens with me and, and it sounds like with you too, there's, there's so many opportunities I think nowadays to be a creative and to get, to get your, your story or your process out. Right. Um, I hate to call it content. I really do, but that's what it is, you know, in a way. Yeah. And I, I think, I think that with that, things can become a little overwhelming. Yeah. You know, and it's and it's easy to look at all the stuff that we want to do and try to segment our day and time. But still, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. You know, I mean, what do you but before we get into our guests, talk a little bit about your YouTube channel, because that's something we don't talk about. Yeah, um, Smells Like Teen Horror, which began as a podcast yep. and is now just a YouTube channel. It's mainly talking about horror movies like the podcast from the late 90s, early 2000s, yep. newer ones, as well as news on upcoming horror movies, reviews of modern movies, games, stuff like that. Nice, nice. And <laughs> I was about to say, oh, are you doing video with that? Of course you are. Yes, it's a pod, it's a YouTube channel. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about, man. That's good. It's always good to be busy, right? Yeah. Very good. And so, well, Larry, speaking of writing, we yes. have a pretty cool guest today. Why don't you tell everybody about her? Yes, actually, um, uh, this this episode's guest she is an author and it's kind of cool because uh she's north of the border she's in canada yeah right um her 
her bio on her website is uh, Joss. Uh, oh man, and I do this all the time. And you know, before we even started recording, Eric, we're getting I ready. I practiced. I practiced. I practiced. Azula, Joss Azula. There you go. She's Good a, job. A Canadian South Asian author, and she's a suspense thriller fiction writer. Yeah, her so that's book really sounds cool. very very cool. The new one she's very going to cool. talk about. Yes. So everybody listening to our show today, this evening, whenever you're listening, I'd like to welcome our guest, Joss Ajula. Hi there. Hi. Hi. Hi, Larry. Hi. Hi, Thanks Eric. for coming on. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So Joss, tell us a little bit about your book. And I didn't even mention this and I I, I got to get a, in a better habit to to like like talk to our guests um maybe maybe later on in the show if you'd like to to pick out a piece from your book and read it to our audience I think that would be cool if you don't mind and I know I just threw that out there to you <laughs> I actually would love to um now now you've got me thinking of okay which piece am I going to read right from the beginning or am I going to pick something right in the middle and uh yeah so <laughs> Awesome. I'll have to multitask mentally. Okay. Awesome. Cool. So Joss, tell us about your book. Now, now let me ask you this. Is your book out right now? So the the, the book officially, Next of Twin, uh, releases May 16th, uh, 2023. So we're a few months away, but it is available for pre-order on Amazon, uh, Indigo, and Barnes & Noble bookstores. So excellent very cool very exciting <laughs> and that's so cool and and it's always do you find it odd that you're doing press a little bit before i always think and eric i don't know how you feel about this but i think it's always a good thing to get out there before your your book your music your project your maybe horror film right eric yeah. uh, comes out um, how do you feel uh, about and and what would you say to the artist that wants to that thinks they should wait to do any kind of press? Yeah, so it's interesting because this is uh, so I've mentally even myself I've sort of gone back and forth in terms of hey is it a little too soon or is it just is it just right right um because I mean I've I've gotten my advanced reader copies uh last I think it was like November just this past uh, a few months ago and which is great because you know I can get them in the hands of early readers and kind of gauge you know what what are what are people liking about about the book and how can I you know build on that and be able to use that for for marketing purposes um again you know this is my debut novel it's my first sort of you know, run at the can, uh, so to speak. And, and so I'm, I am just, you know, learning as I go. Yeah. Uh, and I, I'm going to say that I'm, I'm glad it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, you know, it's, it's as a, as a writer and, 
an author, a first-time author, it is challenging sometimes because you're not sure what to expect and and you are, you know, you're kind of looking everywhere else and, and you know, trying to, um, you know, trying to emulate what what other authors have done and you know what sometimes that works uh for a person and sometimes it doesn't and so a lot of the things are are you know hey I'm going to try this and we'll see if it lands and if it lands then that's great if it doesn't then let's let's see if we can we can do something else I guess uh you know, one of the, I guess one of the the things about me is, it, and works my benefit, and then I'm very flexible. And so I can pivot where, where I need to. Um, but yeah, so sometimes it is kind of like, okay, well, sure, I'll do this podcast, or sure, I'll go write this article, or I'll do this interview. Um, but and then how, how you know, if it comes out like next week, well, how do I, how do I promote that? Um, even though, you know, the book's not available or, you know, the book um, obviously is available for pre-order, but a lot of people maybe don't want to wait. And, and sometimes, you know, and I have, I have mentally sort of toyed with that in terms of, because I've seen, I've seen other authors, um, uh, you know, I've seen other authors, especially, uh, you know, I, okay, so I did say that, you know, this is my very, very first book, but I have been published in anthologies, um, and, and whatnot, right, and, and so I've seen how the, you know, the organizers of those anthologies have, have released, and, and, for them, it's kind of like a, hey, we're not even going to make it available for pre-order, and we're just going to, you know, hype it up on social media, and then, and then, you know, when the, the launch could be next week, and, and you go get it next week, and that's it. Um, and, you know, and sometimes that that works, because it, uh, it builds up the hypes, and, you know, with with the Amazons of the world, and, and other places, uh, you, you have to sell, I guess, you know, a number of copies, uh, each day to become a a number one bestseller and 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 you know I guess that 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 works in in some instances but then if you're only selling you know uh, uh you know I think I heard it was like 15 books a day for five days straight and and then you make the bestsellers list which is great but then you yeah also have to question well you know what um I guess the longevity of like how many overall copies did you sell? Right. right. Uh, sorry. I went off on a tangent there. <laughs> oh no, no, it was a good one. Yeah. 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 You know, and, and it's interesting because as a first time I'm, I'm okay. I've never been a writer. Uh, I know Eric has talked about writing a book and, you know, we have kind of discussed, like some of the stuff that he was looking at, like, you know, early on about publishing and, and things and some of the, the book writing software. Um, I, I think every creative who has a project really, you know, it, I guess it's kind of like, I don't want to say it's kind of like dating, but you only go on your first date once with someone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, you only you only get to put out your your very first because like you said you know you've you've been in like um oh gosh i was going to say anthology books or you've been part of of books um with your poetry which i thought is pretty cool and we will get into but as as a first time writer is there anything that has kind of aside of of besides what you have mentioned 
is there anything that that surprises you about because I think there's a couple different processes, obviously writing the book and then putting the marketing out. Um, has there anything that has surprised you about both those processes? A lot. Where do I start? (laughs) (laughs) So much. Oh, so much. So I guess maybe I'll start with with the writing process. And and maybe I'll just give you a little bit of backstory um, in terms of how I, you know, kind of got got into into writing. So, Mm -hmm. no, I. um, Yeah. So so I was born I was born in India and I migrated, you know, to Canada with my parents uh, when I was two. And so that was like early 70s. And so, you know, I grew up with um, immigrant parents who worked really, really hard, weren't always around, um, but which was okay with me because as a child, I loved reading. And um, in a way, I felt like losing myself in books helped me sort of escape that reality of, you know, a rough childhood. Um, And I think that's also what sort of, you know, sparked my passion for, for storytelling uh, and, and whatnot. And so, you know, I grew up um, liking writing. Um, I, I think I wrote a short story when I was like eight and that landed me, you know, a seat on a young a Canadian young writers conference. And, you know, essentially, um, you know, something that was like an elementary school project at eight became sort of like my destiny. And, you know, throughout high school, uh, I, I, you know, I studied creative writing, I was accepted into, uh, you know, a university for a, a really, uh, you know, a, a journalism program that was, you um, that was really difficult to get in and only accepted a certain number of um, uh, individuals. And, and, you know, I didn't end up going um, because in, you know, uh, I I spoke about my parents and, uh, you know, my parents, you know, they worked very, very hard. And so for them to, uh, you know, see their kids, they obviously wanted uh, more for their kids. And so, you know, in in our in our culture, it was kind of like, well, a writer, like, or someone who wants to read the news on TV, that that's what my parents saw, uh, you know, journalism as as, oh, well, you're gonna, you're gonna read on, you know, you're gonna read the news on TV. Okay, well, how much does that pay? And it, it all came down to how is that, how, how much is that going to pay? And what's that going to do for you in your life? Right. And, and so, so, uh, you know, and, you know, for us, the options were, you're going to be a doctor, you're going to be a lawyer, you're going to be an accountant. Uh, lucky me, I was the middle child. And somehow I got stuck with, you know, the accountant. Uh, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> uh, but I am not accountant by trade, but uh, it's it's funny because the numbers do really, you know, uh, having having at least an aptitude for for numbers does come in handy sometimes. Um, but yeah, I went so I went I ended up going to a different university, um, and I studied you know I studied business and and I still you know I still had a passion for um, writing, and so you know where when I could I did take. Um, you know, in my undergrad, I did take as many creative writing courses as I could. Um, and then, and then after I graduated, um, 
it was kind of like, okay, you got to kind of get on with life. And, uh, you know, and, and so I pursued a career that obviously was, you know, related to business and, and yeah, and, and kind of made, made a career for myself. Um, but it was the writing that sort of, it was, it, it felt at that time, um, it was always sort of like, oh, well, you know, it was never meant to be. And if, if it, if it was, then, you know, somebody would have discovered me by then. And uh, yeah, and so I, I you know, I've, I've worked and, um, and kind of put the, you know, put the writing t- to the side, so to speak. And as I, you know, progressed in my career, uh, there was always, I felt something missing, uh, you know, no matter how much money you're making or how, you know, what kind of critical role you have in an organization, there was still something that was like, well, I'm not, I'm still not happy. And so when I had in, in 2018 uh, or the tail end of 2017, um, I had gotten, you know, the, uh, a promotion and it was like a promotion that one I, you know, was sort of striving for for many years and I didn't think that was going to happen. Um, so when it did, I, you know, it was really awesome. And and so normally when I would get promoted, I would, you know, buy myself something expensive <laughs> and <laughs> usually, you know, usually a designer purse or something just to, you um, you know, just to mark the occasion. Um, but in this case, I was like, well, I want to do something different. And I want to gift myself and an experience. And so that experience that I, I uh, gifted myself really was to, um, you know, was was to uh, purchase a writing retreat, uh, a week in Italy, and and you're attending a writing retreat and yeah and so uh that was basically the catalyst of um of you know writing next of twin um because i i went on that retreat and and it was funny because i had booked it in late in late uh 2017 and the, and the retreat wasn't actually happening until september of 2018 um but part of the retreat what um the um the individual the the author that was offering this retreat she's actually uh her name's vanessa and she's an author and from australia and so as part of the package, she wanted to, uh, well, as part of the package, she said, well, if, you've, if you're working on a project, um, I, you know, I will give you a you know review of the first 10 pages. And, and so I was like, okay, well, that's great. Um, but I haven't, you know, written 10 pages uh, of anything <laughs> in a really, really long time. Um, and, and so, yeah, and so I, uh, kind of toy. I, and at that time, I was, you know, I did have a a, a couple of ideas that I was, uh, that I was, um, you know, toying with. And I, I did say, okay, well, I've got to, you know, kind of settle on one and think about long term, like, what's going to care, like, you know, what's what idea is going to, I feel like is going to carry me through a novel, because that was the other thing. Um, you know, sometimes things, uh, you know, I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I, I have some wicked dreams and I'll wake up and I'll be like, wow, that would make an awesome movie or that would make an awesome yeah. story. And then <laughs> and then you start putting down, you're like, OK, wait a second, it's not really going anywhere. Um, and so 
So I, I finally, you know, picked uh, the idea that I wanted to work with and I started writing. And so, um, yeah, and so I started writing and, you know, those 10 pages basically uh, turned to turned to 50. And uh, so the interesting part, which I didn't mention was one of the with with the promotion, um, so I live in the suburbs right now. And so when I had gotten gotten my promotion, what it meant was that I would have to now travel by train, um, probably about 55 minutes um, to an hour um, each each way. And and I was very, uh, you know, focused in terms of I needed to I had made a d- d- sort of a pact with myself is you know, I am not going to use this time for company time. Like I'm not going to read my work emails. I'm not going to be working on work stuff during that, that train, train ride, because I really, because one, I'm not, you know, I'm not being paid for that. And then two, I need to use that time because I'm not getting it back. Um, So I get to use that as, as best as I can. And so I had decided to use, uh, you know, uh, that, that time on the train to, to write. And um, yeah. And so those 10 pages ended up being 50 by the time I went on the retreat and then you know, uh, uh, a year later, um, I, I had a full-fledged draft by, the, you know, the mid of uh, 2019. And um, so one of the things that, you know, about about my book is it is quite fast-paced. And, you know, my early readers have have, have said, wow, it just really moves along. Uh, and, and, you know, there's a lot of twists in it. And I sometimes think about that. And I'm like, it was probably because I was writing on the train and we're, you know, traveling at a high, high velocity speed. And, and perhaps, you know, my, my, uh, my, you know, my fingers were, and my, my mind was, was on that, on that wavelength as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. So sorry. I, uh, oh, <laughs> I'm no, like, no. okay, where was I going with this? Uh, no, no, I, I, I think it's amazing because, you know, there's a there's a couple things you said in there. And I think, you know, when I was when I was teaching acting and at a a film school, it was one of the biggest questions I got asked because actors, you know, and really any creative people, you know, have to have unless unless they're actively out there making money with their projects they have to have like a a survival job yeah you know and and one of the biggest questions i got asked and this will kind of tie in um just with what you were saying but one of the biggest questions was i'm i'm older do i should i get into acting should i do this i'm 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 40 i'm 50 and my my answer and it still is is absolutely if that's if that's your passion if that's what you want to do absolutely pursue it because you know i mean it's not acting is not just a young person's you know like domain they they need actors of all ages and the reason i bring that up because you when you follow your dream and your passion and you actively make it happen, you get just what 
what you went through. You you had yeah. gone to school, you had a career, and but that love, that passion of writing never left. And it sounds like, and Eric, you know what I'm going to say, right? Yeah. About saying yes, yeah. right? You just say yes to to letting letting that yes take you wherever you said yes to this this writing trip exactly which, which is so romantic in a way for a creative um it's it's really great and and look at what you 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 found look at what you got out of not even I don't know. I mean, it sounded like you didn't even think twice. You just went on and you you went on the the trip, right? You didn't even yeah. think twice. Yeah, no. Yeah. I well, I I knew it was a, it was an experience that I wanted to experience. Uh yeah, and and yeah, it was it, it was it was probably one of the one of the best, you know, and I love to travel. So it <laughs> was another thing where it's like, OK, I get to travel and I get to, you know, go. Oh, I met where was amazing. You know, it is funny because when I when I did arrive and, you know, spent the, the week um with the ladies it was myself and um five other ladies and we were all uh you know we were all in different phases of of our lives of you know our writing our writing journeys um and it was and was interesting um that uh you know that that we all kind of came to came to be and we you know we we uh came to be uh together there at the retreat it was interesting because once i uh left the retreat um and i came back um i was in a way really really overwhelmed um because i was like okay how the heck am i how am i going to make progress because i you know it took me it took me like probably like 7 8 months writing on the train maybe an hour an hour and a half every day um and and still i only got 50 50 pages in and and I felt like you know I I truly felt like I had so much still to to, to do and one of them and and it's great um because you learn things and again you know it was my first time um you know I tried writing novels when I was younger and never got past page like you know the first chapter and the first first couple of pages so you know I did have to remind myself uh that you know hey you got 50 pages and that was that was so you know long. something you had yeah that you had you didn't have you know six seven months ago um and 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 I was really grateful that I had actually, you know, started opening up um, about, you know, my struggles as well, because when I feel like when you put things out in the universe, and I'm a big believer in the universe, that, that it, you know, it's almost like you're putting something out there and saying how, like, what am I supposed to do? Or how can I do this? And the yeah. answer just kind of comes back. And, and so interesting enough that one of, um, one of the ladies that I had got on, on the retreat with, we had, we had a group chat afterwards and, uh, she, one of them asked, Hey, are you, are you doing NaNoWriMo this year? Is anyone doing <laughs> NaNoWriMo? 
if you guys heard of NaNoWriMo. Oh, yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. 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 And, and so, well, I hadn't. So I was like, okay, well, well, I don't well, want to. Well, we're talking about NaNoWriMo, not NaNoWriMo. I got to know, do you use um, Scrivener for your writing or Word? I use Word and have always used Word as I try. I, I think um, Vanessa, who who uh, was leading the retreat, uh, used Scrivener or Scrivener. Yeah. Um, but I never, I, I don't know that, I guess that's the other thing. Cause there's different tools you can use as well. But I'm always, I've always been a Microsoft or, you know, word type okay. of person. <laughs> I found that easier. Maybe it was kind of the longer you know way. What? Me and yeah. you know what NaNoWriMo is. Why don't you explain yeah. it to everyone else? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So NaNoWriMo, uh, well, interesting enough. So as the ladies were chatting in in the group chat and saying, hey, are you doing NaNoWriMo? And I didn't want to admit that I didn't know what it was. So I had to look it up. And so, so Larry, basically NaNoWriMo, it happens every year in the month of November. And it is basically a challenge for every writer to who's participating in it to write 50,000 words in one month. And so what that means, uh, <laughs> and so as soon as I looked it up and I saw it, I was like, I, sh I shut it down. I was like, I can't do this. There's no way. How am I going to, how am I going to, I'm like, I can't do this. I broke barely 50 pages in, in the last, how am I going to write 50,000 words? And um, but you know, when you get an idea and some, a seed gets put in your head. And so I shut it down. I said, I can't do this. Like between work and, you know, writing, no, it's not happening, but it kept percolating, kept bugging me. And then I kept, and then I asked myself, well, why not? Like, what are you scared of? And so obviously there was probably something I was scared of. <laughs> um, and, and so kind of gave it some thought I thought, well, you know, it's, it's not that bad when you break down the challenge it's it's 1500 words a day and 1500 words a day is like three you know three and a half pages a day wow. so hey that's not so bad I mean I think you know I was doing maybe a page or a page and a half a day so I just have to kind of double it and and yeah and so I ended up t taking on the challenge. I did say to my, I did say to my partner, um, you know, I told, I told him about NaNoWriMo and I said, I need one thing from you. And he was like, okay, what is it? And I said, when I wake up at four o'clock in the morning and turn on the light, I need you not to object and, and just put the covers over your head and that's it. And so, and so that's what I did for the month of November. I got up at four o'clock in the morning. Uh, my train was usually at like six, six uh, forty-five, and so I'd get up um, at four. I would write for a little bit, and I'd take a shower and get a little bit more refreshed, and then I'd jump on the train. I'd write some more, and then on the way home, I'd write some more. And yeah, and I, I basically um, ended up with. Um, probably like 150 pages. Wow. Um, yeah, at, at the end of it, I mean, hey, I still had those first 50 pages. And, and but still just to get to like 150. And or I think it was, yeah, I think it was re, re, uh, well into the story. And I thought, wow, like, this is this is really great. And so I ended up 
um, you know, meeting the the 50 words in a month challenge. Um, and then I, I took a little bit of a break and decided, uh, you know, in, in December, I was going to take a break, but then I kind of did my own version of, of NaNoWriMo in January and February and, and March and, and finished and basically finished the writing the first draft um, in, in the spring and, and which was really, you know, which was really, wow. Like sometimes I look back at it and I was like, wow, it's great. Um, but it was interesting because when I started editing it and there were scenes I would read and I'm like, who wrote this? Like (laughs) some of it was good. Uh, some of it wasn't, but there were like, it was interesting because I, I, I'd read back and I'd be like, why did I write this? Wow. Um, and so it was almost like, it was almost like, a supernatural power almost took over and helped me get through, um, you know, get, get through that first draft. Um, yeah. That's, that's, that's really, really amazing. Um, So what me, I am a huge outliner when it comes to my scripts. I, I like to do many character bios after I come up with the idea. Then I do a paper and pen outline then an index card outline, then one more paper and pen outline. What's your process? Are you what's called, what's sometimes called the pantser or are you a planner? Uh, definitely not a planner. Um, oh. plan for a living, a plan, <laughs> plan my life. Um, I find my writing it was well, well. So when I started writing next to twin, I, I knew my characters names, I knew my characters names. And I knew, you know, generally, you know, what they were about, um, what each of them wanted. And that was about it. And, you know, and, and it kind of, yeah, like I felt like the story came together really organically, um, which is which is interesting because you know obviously it was my first time and had never written a novel, and then to be able to write it with without without um, you know without outlining. Um, but I mean, mind you, it, I think I I think it did make the editing process a lot probably harder and longer for me um, because I had to move a lot of stuff around once, you know, once I hired an editor and, and, you know, started, um, started showing people my work, uh, (laughs) getting feedback on it uh, and, 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 and whatnot. Um, I, yeah, I felt like it did maybe take me a little bit longer, but I kind of look back and I'm like, well, if I went, well, when I write my next book, I think I might just do the same thing. I don't, (laughs) I don't know. uh, Cause I don't know, like the, 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 I don't know about you, but like my, my, favorite part is when I'm creating. Um, I I can tell you that marketing and I'm not very great at it. <laughs> Publicity. It's like, can I just, you know, can I just have somebody, you know, take care of that, all of that for me? I, I just love the, um, just the whole creative process and, and having something and putting something here and you know in the world that didn't exist before um i kind of feel like you know having to market it and sell it and pitch it and very you know it's kind of 
it, it can be very, very, very overwhelming. And I have had moments and I'm going to say like, you know, the last uh, few weeks or the last few months um, where I'm like, you know what, I really, I, I can't, I can't do everything. And uh, I do have moments where it's like, you know what, I, I'm just going to pick a couple of, um, a couple of things and just, you know, do them the best I can. Um, and I was actually uh, thinking about this earlier, Eric, um, when you were talking about, um, like, you know, when opportunities come and yeah, it's really great to say yes, and try to do as much as you can, but sometimes just doing less, but doing it to the oh best of God, your abilities yeah. is, is my, is, is just the, you know, the, the right approach. Um, yeah. And that's something, you know, I think you have to learn as an artist is, when to say no and understanding that that's okay yeah yeah um what what has the reaction been from friends and family about your book well <laughs> so I, I uh well pretty much everyone at work knows knows i'm i'm been doing this because i you know, I found, and it's interesting because a lot of, um, you know, there's, there's things I've read in the past where it's like, oh, well, you know, if you're doing something, don't talk about it because if you talk about it too much, it makes you feel like, um, just psychologically. And I think the, yeah, just psychologically, when you talk about it, you, it's almost like your mind says, well, I've already done it because I'm talking about it. And so that's it. And, and then, you know, sometimes you just, end up leaving the project on the side because you feel like you've already done it. Um, but yeah. And so I, but you know, I have always taken that approach where um, in the past I've had goals, um, writing goals. And because I never talked about them, I felt like they were easy because I, I wasn't holding myself accountable and I, and because I wasn't putting it out there in the universe, um, it, it no one was kind of asking me about it right and so this that was the other thing that I you know I felt like this time really made a difference was I I talked about you know what I was doing I talked about my goals uh and you know and it's been it's been five years and so you know when I first the 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 first word that I that I had put down or you know when I was typing um five it, yeah it was five years ago and um you know my partner sometimes tells me he's like don't tell people it took you five years I'm like yeah but but no like I feel like you know sometimes people just see the end product and they're like wow that's amazing and and they don't maybe necessarily appreciate all the work and effort it's, it's gone through it yeah, yeah the struggle the struggle right. is real man mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> and yeah and and so um so colleagues work everyone's very very supportive um you know i i've got two two kids they're a little bit older um and you know and and they like to uh yeah they're it's funny because after i um i think it was last year uh, last year, April, when I finally finalized the final manuscript, and this was what was going to go to the proofreaders and was, um, you know, going to be now then designed into a book. Um, I felt like, you know, once I had done that, I had a lot of time on my hand and and my my family was like, 
you have too much time on your hand because you're you're nagging us about the dirty dishes and maybe you should go write your next novel mom uh, <laughs> wow. yeah yeah but I've been very grateful I've got a lot of a lot of support um you know a lot of a lot of a lot of support from friends colleagues um uh family uh interesting enough my um uh my parents so so my mother-in-law I had I'm very open with my mother-in-law and so you know we've got a very a good sort of friendship and um she knew that I was writing this book um before my parents did and and I never really talked about it you know with my parents just because I kind of felt like well you know my uh you know I never got to pursue my journal my degree in journalism or my passion for journalism and they're like god what are they gonna think and and so I never really you know talked to him about it and so um a couple of months ago when you know when I'd gotten the advanced reader copy I had shared with my mother-in-law and she was out like you know telling everyone and (laughs) and one day she you know we happened to be at my parents and uh and she turned and she she turned um around and said to my mom and and she started talking about my book and my mom's like what you wrote a book oh no and then my and then my and but but I could see they were happy right and and my mom was like I yeah after she was shocked and then my dad (laughs) and then my and like both of my parents were there and then my dad's like you wrote a book you wrote uh-huh. and then and he said well what kind of book did you write and then he says D- is it an accounting book and I was like dad mm. no <laughs> I was like no dad it's it's a fiction book he's like fiction book and he's like well where do I get it I'm like don't worry dad I don't don't go looking for it it's not available yet I will I will get you a copy don't worry <laughs> so but yeah Nice. Well, can't you know, imagine my parents reading it though <laughs> well we've talked about the process of it you know yeah. let's get into what is the book about yeah so so the book next to twin uh is a suspense thriller about identical twin sisters Anjali and Rhea who were born in India and separated at birth and so 30 years later, in current day, um, Anjali is a successful business owner, and she's married to Michael, who's a wealthy lawyer. And uh, her sister, Ria, is a skilled con artist and thief. And so eventually, when the twins uh, meet, they realize that each each wants what the other has. And yeah, and so in the first in the first of many uh, twists, um, a week later, um, after the the sisters have reunited, uh, Rhea wakes up in the hospital and she's mistaken to be Angeli, and with uh, no memory of who she is, uh, she's basically informed by a homicide detective that her that her spouse Michael is dead and. Wow that she is the only suspect or the main suspect. Oh. Wow. Yeah, I'm all in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you, I think this would be a good time to, uh, to uh, do a little bit of, a uh, little bit of reading. And it doesn't, yeah. you know, it could be a page or just the, like maybe introduction. 
um that may be cool yeah um, if you'd like to do that yeah I can I can do that um okay. yeah I can I can do that uh yeah I've I feel like I've re I've read the first uh you know a couple of pages so many times um just in the past in the past couple of uh years as you know as I was getting the book ready um you know in in different you know in different places um you know I'm part of the Canadian Authors Association and so when we have monthly meetups we do like um you know we do like re author readings and whatnot and yeah and so I felt like I've read this but um yeah I can read a couple chapters uh or pages yeah. Um, and then maybe I'd like to maybe read one of my, I don't know, like when maybe one of somewhere it's in the middle. I don't know if it's, uh, if it will give away too much, but, uh, maybe we'll see. Yeah. Cool. Sounds good. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just start from the beginning. Okay. Uh, so chapter one, Monday, September the 12th, late morning. Rhea Aurora snips out the San Francisco Magazine article, meticulous and careful, gliding the scissors along the line she's drawn with a pencil. Once the paper is free from the mag magazine binding, she folds it in half, cautious not to damage it. Rhea stares at the woman's glossy image in the editorial before taping the picture to the bathroom mirror. She aligns the photograph with her reflection. With curiosity, she reads the article's byline. Angelie Murphy left the corporate world to pursue her passion for the arts and, celebrate, and celebrates the second anniversary of the opening of her successful venture, The Artist Cafe. Rhea studies Angelie's photo, her espresso brown eyes darting back and forth from Angelie's image to her own. She compares the structure of their identical smooth caramel colored faces, observing that they're Eyes, size, and coloring are alike, except for a fascinating shine in Angelie's eyes, perhaps a trick of the camera, or perhaps a reflection of a certain kind of happiness foreign to Rhea. She can't find any differences in the perfect angles of their noses. Rhea peers close, closer at the snapshot, squinting at Angelie's mouth. Straightening her posture, Rhea tilts her head and poses in the same position as Angelie. Rhea smiles in the mirror, trying to show the same number of teeth. Oh, something's not right. She reaches for her makeup bag, which is within arm's length of the counter, and rummages around in it. She pulls out a thin nude pink pencil. Rhea draws a subtle line above her upper lip and colors in the difference. She proceeds to do the same sorry she proceeds to do the same below the bottom one as well after completing the reshaping she taps a small amount of gloss on her bottom lip pressing and rolling them together to even out the coconut flavored lip gloss she grins in the mirror again this time Rhea is satisfied with the flawless semblance of their smiles lastly their hair the color and texture appear the same with the only difference resting in their hairstyles Angelie is sporting a short and sleek bob, whereas Rhea's kofir is sh shoulder length, which she often ties in a semi-loose bun because she can't be bo bothered to style it. The distinction in their appearances will come in handy if Rhea needs to be inconspicuous in public. She has brought, she's brought a couple of wigs along for equal measure. 
Rhea's phone vibrates on the countertop, dragging her gaze away from the mirror. She answers it with urgency. Hey, B, she says, your intel was correct. Ciao, Riri, says Brandon in his nat natural Italian flair. So I take it you found her. Yes, I did. She attempts to keep her voice steady, but I haven't approached her yet. Well, little reason in delaying the inevitable, or are you scoping her out for additional opportunities? Would Brandon ever stop his plotting and scheming? Why did everything have to turn into a scam with him? No, B, I don't want to scare her off. Call me cautious, but they bene, you know best. Well, how about the other gig? It's all set. After the pickup, I'll drop it off at the same place as before. Okay, and my guy will take it from there. And my share of the money? You'll get your cut. Have I ever disappointed before? Asks Brandon, switching to an American accent. How he seamlessly toggled between accents to suit the context was beyond her. No, you haven't. Okay, I must go. I was in the middle of something. All right, chat later. And stay safe, Re. Yep, will do, she says and ends the call. Eventually, she'll have to tell Brandon this is her last job she can do with him. And I will pause there. <laughs> that was great. That was great. Um, actually, we we had muted ourselves so we could yeah. so we could give you full stage. And that was that was pretty amazing. What were you going to say, Eric? That was great. I'm intrigued. Yeah, yeah. What what was? Um, how did you come up with your story? Uh, yeah, so it was interesting because I've always, I think, been fascinated um, with, um, you know, twins. Uh, I mean, I've known a few twins in in my in my life, um, and uh, yeah, and and I think you know, it kind of the idea sort of kind of came with just like my per personal curiosity, as well as you know, my my love for suspense novels. Um, and I, I actually had read a, uh, an article where, um, and it was about twins getting away with murder, um, because of their shared DNA, um, or their shared near identical DNA. And I kind of wanted to explore that, that concept a little bit more in my book. And yeah, and I also wanted to write something that, you know, would keep readers guessing, um, all the way until the very end. Wow. Very cool. Very cool. Wow. Yeah, I am very intrigued. You know, I definitely will be picking up a copy. No, oh, yes. well, thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, the um uh I think I had mentioned that uh the you know I I have shared a few advanced reader copies with um you know with my friends and uh colleagues, and you know, a lot of them have said that, you know, they uh, really like you know the 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 fast pace and the so story twists and so you know if you're if you're one that likes engaging reads um and you know you like reading about strong but you know flawed ca female characters um I would say that you know the story is is for those types of readers very very cool nice nice um Jess you know you your your story is unique but i think 
And, and I think your process is unique and your viewpoint of, of where you start, got started and where you're ending up. And, and it is one of those things, you know, we always talk about is nobody really understands the process because much like when you come on our show, right. Um, you, you, somebody, you, you have your book, filmmakers, have their film musicians have their music but but you don't get to understand or appreciate what the artist goes through and and everything really it it never ceases to amaze me the some of the things that that the people we interview go through and have to go through to get to to get to their end project right and mm-hmm. and your your experience is really inspiring um because it's a never you know being a creative you you never you, number one you should never really give up i yeah. think and yeah. i think you also with that you also have to know that you have to start you have to start your creative journey sometime. There's yeah. really no percentage. There's really no advantage to waiting to get started. I think. Um, can you give and and I, I always like to ask uh, before we wrap up. Mm-hmm. Can you give like somebody that's listening, you know, any words of wisdom? Or what would you say to that person who's listening right now going, ah, maybe I should try this. Do you, can you, can you give any words of advice? Yeah. Um, I'd first say, well, what's stopping you? Oh. <laughs> what's stopping oh, you, oh. right? Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, yeah, I, I, you know, um, I think, as whether you know you're a new writer or a seasoned writer, I think it's just important to write. Um, and you know, because these days it's it's not enough just to have a dream. You you really need to act on it. And you can't wait, you know, for that perfect idea or that perfect moment. Um, I think just the act of typing words, writing words, putting you know words on a page. Um, goes a long way and you kind of have to you know what I did in in my life that was like you know one 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 way that I um, you know started writing and and re-engaging is you know writing on the train Um, but you know obviously that's not that that might not be feasible for everyone so you kind of have to find a process and and a time and a place that kind of works for you but um, yeah it's it's really important to just kind of treat um you know, those words, they're kind of like the way I treated my first draft was, it was a lump of clay. And, you know, I've kind of got to get it out of my head and onto this page. And, and, you know, I knew eventually that, um, you know, I was going to mold it into, into a masterpiece or a book or something. Um, And I think that that's probably, you know, the, the, one of the, the most important things. And, you know, it was interesting because one of, um, you know, just the act of putting this book together, um, 
I I knew at a certain point that look, it's it's not going to be perfect, and this is a this is a learning journey. Like, yeah, I'm on my writing journey, but it's it's the learning process, and and you're not going to get it right um, the first time. And, and, you know, I, I, there were a lot of authors where, you know, I would read them and maybe I read like their second or third book. And then I'd go back and read their first book and I'd be like, well, that wasn't very good. Uh, And so, and, and so I kind of, you know, I mean, I, I hope my first book is just as good, you know, is uh, great. But I know that, you know, the maybe the second, third or fourth book that I write will probably like I'm just going to improve with, you know, with time and and effort and, and energy. And yeah. And um, yeah. So I would like to just kind of share that. Yeah, that's cool. That's very cool. Um, spoken like a a true really a true artist because really what is holding you back and and I think they're all you know you can you can rifle off and name a bunch of stuff that's holding you back and those are in my opinions those are just excuses and I understand Mm -hmm. I understand I understand um I I do know Joss that that we would love to have you back on when when your book comes out um to understand the before the 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 buildup and then what it was like you know after the buildup um if if you would like to come back on we'd like to offer that to you but also talk about your your social media presence and your yeah. writing on social media um because I know we didn't get a chance to really get in depth about that but that's become you know one of your your strong points and is that how you got into all your other books well, yeah it, it was. Um, yeah. And I'll just kind of maybe briefly say it. I, I actually had opened my, my Twitter account in, in, you know, I had a Twitter account, but I wasn't really following anyone and I would just read news on it. So I opened um, in, you know, in mid June, 2021, I had opened my Twitter account just in, uh, you know, with, uh, w- with the notion that, okay, I'm going to use this account to um, promote my, you know, my book, but the book, hadn't been published or you know wasn't even picked up by a publisher yet and and so I kind of was like well what am I going to tweet about or what am I going to you know share in in my social media posts and so I actually ended up falling into um you know the world of prompts and and you know there's certain hashtags on on Twitter that you know they give you um a prompt word and you basically you know you write a short piece you write a poetry piece and um you know I started with the three word the three word um poet and it's like you get one word and then you're just going to put two words with it and and I kind and you know and that was actually a really um it it again, it was probably one of those things that, you know, had had, the universe had diverted me towards it because um, it, because I was in the phase of editing, editing the book. So it was in some ways a really great distraction from the book when when I needed it. But it also helped me really appreciate um, the uniqueness of words and, and 
pulling different words together um, that really also helped um, amplify, you know, some of the content in my book and helped me when I was in the re rewriting certain scenes. Um, I think it really helped just writing and, and getting back into touch because my, my first love has always been poetry. I've, you know, kind of grew up um, writing poetry, um, in my younger days and and so you know really allowed me to reconnect um on on that piece as well and and yeah and and so when you're writing for the same hashtags it's really interesting to see how other writers how other uh you know how other people perceive that word and what they do with it um it has you know been really really amazing and so that also then opened up other communities like the poetry community um and it really kind of led to all the different you know opportunities of being published um in in anthologies and i've actually we've you know i've actually um have been, I think, published in about six of them. And one of, you know, one of the recent ones was um, Hidden in Childhood. And that one just came out um, a couple of weeks ago in, um, in uh, January. And that one was probably one of my favorite ones because one, it wasn't, you know, um, it, it, it was poetry that was written specifically for this anthology because it was, you know, a collection of, um, you know, poems uh, that have to do with like, you know, childhood and sometimes, you know, the, you know, there's good in childhood and magical, um, you know, times, um, but then also like, you know, harsh times. And so it was, uh, you know, for me, it was a challenge to to write something, one that was new and that I hadn't posted on Twitter um, before and, um, and, and really sort of dig deep into the emotion. Um, but yeah, and so, so it's interesting how, you know, you, you have like, you know, with my Twitter account, I had one intent with it and it, it led to something that, you know, is completely, you know, now it's, you know, it's, it's almost like an addiction. I can't go with, <laughs> I can't go a day without posting something. Um, and, you know, and, and from there it kind of led to then Instagram, um, cause same thing. It was like, okay, well now I, you know, I need an Instagram account to po to you know um to promote the book and then I need a TikTok and so it's interesting because each platform works really really differently right and so one thing that may work you know on Twitter words work and and you know on Instagram obviously photos and reels work and mm -hmm. so it's it's uh you know kind of kind of again goes back to the you know you really as an author or or just even a content creator you really have to kind of pick your top because there's so many things that you you know that you you could get busy and and inuated with and and you know bogged down with and so you kind of have to pick your 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 top three that you're going to really put your time and energy and concentrate on and just do it to the best of your abilities and and you know and and take it from there I always say less is more says That's the girl who kept talking <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's that's pretty amazing. Um, yes, we will we will definitely love to have you. Um, uh, we will we will definitely reach back out coming up and uh, get you back on for sure. Okay, sounds great. Thank, Thank you for you. having me both.
Thank well, you. again, <clears throat> we just want to thank Jazz for coming on the show again. The book will be available in May, and we will make sure to update everyone on the book's release date. Everybody, like we say each and every week on the podcast, remember, support our troops.